0: You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons Limited series. Visit us at mashthosebuttons.com. On this episode, we clean out some additional bandit camps, visit the Valley Meat hunting grounds, and finally make it to Day Tower. Welcome to Episode 7 of Lightkeeper Protocol. So Lightkeeper Protocol, a podcast about our journey through Horizon Zero Dawn and Horizon Forbidden West. This is episode number eight, and today we are leaving the Sacred Lands and making it to Day Tower. I am Jared, Eaton, but you can call me Ja, and I am here with Christina, also known as Pop Tart. Hello. And before we get started, I'd like to welcome any new listeners and also welcome back any returning listeners. Thanks for taking the time to check out Lightkeeper Protocol. Uh, if you want to talk Horizon, Zero Dawn, or Forbidden West, you should join us on Discord, which is mash.gg slash Discord. And we have some channels in there, spoiler-free and non-spoiler-free, depending on how far along you are in the game. Uh, so we'd love to see you there. But uh, yeah, last episode, we talked about side quests and the Northern Embrace. We kind of just did some side quest cleanup to a degree, uh, so we can finish off that area of the map before heading west to the Karja territories. And today, like I said, we're going to head to Day Tower. But before we do that, we're going to talk a bit about a bit more map cleanup. Uh, we're going to talk about the Valley Meat hunting grounds. We still have, uh, I think, two more bandit camps and two more errands that we did not cover. And then we'll finish up with Secret at the Gates, the main quest to get you to Day Tower. So let's talk map cleanup. Because I, I, when I was going back through my footage, I spent a lot of time just going all over the place. Like I cleared basically, I want to say almost every like cloudy area or area I did not go to on the map. Um, I spent a good amount of time in the Eastern part, Northeastern part of the map, which that might be my favorite part of the map.
1: Uh, See, I'm too scared to go too far. So like, I'm exploring kind of the areas that I can see already, and then I'm like, oh, I can just come back and explore later because I don't know what to expect.
0: I'm pretty sure you're gonna go. Now, this is honestly, I cannot remember 100%. Bob, think you have? Well, one, you have to go northeast for the DLC period. Yes, but also, I think in the main game, there's another reason for you to go over there. There's like a structure you can see in the distance, and I am like. 90% 90% sure you actually go there. I'm pretty sure it's a pretty it's an important structure, and you end up going there later on. But, um, yeah, well, you had to kind of go over there, like, at least the part that I'm talking about, because uh, one of the bandit camps is there, and I know you did the two bandit camps that we're going to talk about today. But that area is, like, really nice looking, because you, ha- you still have, like, the green and the grass and other foliage, but and then you have, like, this white snowy backdrop as well. It reminds me of the sound of music. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so go this is another reason why I don't want to go explore over there as much because going to the bandit camp, I'm like, oh, I have no campfires over there. I'll just go to my closest one and like traverse over. And the amount of machines that were big and scary on the way there, I was like, you know what? I'll I'll come back later cuz
0: I did not <laughs> want to
1: touch any of them.
0: Yeah, like especially if you do go up into the snowy parts. I'm pretty sure there's a storm bird over there, but you haven't seen that yet.
1: No, but there is a big bird on my map, which is another reason why I don't want to go up there. Cause I'm like, I don't want to so touch that.
0: <laughs> it does show a storm bird there. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, like when I when I played the cause I when I first played the game, I did that's not the first storm bird I saw. The first storm bird I saw is actually really close to day tower, and I'm curious if you're gonna run into it by accident or not. I totally ran into it by accident the first time I played. <laughs> um, Woo. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> but, um. well, you got the Terror Blast Arrow, so it's not going to be, well, it's not going to be easy, but it's not going to be as hard as it could be. Um, I almost feel like that Stormbird in that area is supposed to be the first one. Because all of the other Stormbirds you come across, there's no story there's no like information on them you just run into them but that one is you can get it like you get like this side quest that leads you over there and you end up fighting the stormbird. and there's like it has like an intro because it like it doesn't just like pop up, like it like flies over you first and then it like shows up. So it has like a bit more presentation. And for a machine of that size, you would expect some presentation, right? Right. Well, you don't know. Cause you haven't seen it yet. But. Well, I mean,
1: <laughs> I would expect if it's a big machine, some kind of yes. Presentation. presentation. Yeah.
0: But then again, like they don't really give you like, there's no present There's no like intro to the thunder jaw either. Not like there was for the sawtooth. <laughs> so. Um, you just kind of run into those, but they're huge. You'll see them in the distance. Like you'll never be surprised by a thunder. At least I don't think so.
1: I hope not.
0: I don't think so. I'm surprised
1: (laughs) by everything. So I probably will be actually.
0: (laughs) Oh man. Like, so I actually, one of the places that I, I ran, I explored that's not in the Northeast and we'll get into this a little later. There's a, there's a area North of Valley meat that I totally forgot about. Uh, but that area has a bunch of bigger dangerous machines, and one of them's is a Thunderjaw. And at first, like, I don't remember a Thunderjaw being there, right? Uh, so I'm walking towards something. I'm like, that's a big machine. Is that a Thunderjaw or a Thunderjaw being in the area? And then I see it shoot this thing from the back of its... Like from its back into the sky, and then that thing starts shooting down at the ground. I'm like, Oh, yeah, it's definitely a Thunderjaw because <laughs> it has those things.
1: I don't like any of this,
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> they're awesome. I love fighting Thunderjaws, it's like it's like my favorite machine to fight. So, but, um, yeah, so I mean, I did spend a bunch of time in the northeastern part of the map. Like, obviously, like we said there's a bandit camp there, we're going to talk about that, and I like the way it looks. You do see Glint Hawks there for the first time, which. Go ahead.
1: I are. Do they usually like just fly around?
0: Yeah, they fly around. There's usually like three of them together. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I saw, I didn't fight them, but like exploring the eastern side of the map, there's a bunch of like scary stuff over there too. I fought red eye watchers by accident as well. I'm like, oh my God, why are they shooting me? Uh, (laughs) Because they're the upgraded version.
0: The the, the corrupted (laughs) watchers? Yeah.
1: Are they corrupted? The red eye ones?
0: the red eye well yeah it's called
1: red eye watcher
0: a red eye watcher
1: Uh, i don't remember
0: that i I have to go see i gotta uh, now i gotta go
1: (laughs) they have their own log in the actual data the monster database too because i looked it up after i fought it and it's like yeah these guys can shoot lasers
0: oh really i do not recall them at all so i'm now looking now you got something for me to look forward to (laughs)
1: Yeah, because uh, after you said before on the, the Colorado Stadium or whatever, I was like, I have to get all of those. those. Oh, the vantage points. points? Yeah, so I got pretty much a, most of the stuff in the East, I want to say. I get to a point where I'm like super excited to get everything. And then as I'm getting everything, it's taking forever. And I'm like... I will do this later, um, but I spent a lot of time over there, and I saw those birds, and I was like, absolutely not, and I took a shortcut through the building, and that's when I ran into the those watchers.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, so the ones that I'm talking about there, so there's not many buildings where I am or where, where, I, where the area I was. I did just some glint hawks around, but they're, they are annoying because, well, they fly. Anything that flies in this game is going to cause you some problems it's it's a bit easier now on PC than it was on console Uh, but yeah, they're they're ice types I say they're they're ice types they they spit ice at you that's what they do they spit frost but also anything like the thing I like about this game is almost any animal or any machine that has an elemental um, uh, effect they'll have one of those liquid sacks on them you just have to find it you just have to find out where it is. So for the glint hawk, it's underneath their chest plate. Like, you get the chest plate off, and you can um, oh. then pop the... Yeah, And that's the thing I love about ice. Like, something that sets on fire isn't that big of a deal. Like, if, it's, if, it, if it breathes fire, it's usually not weak against fire. So if it sets itself on fire, it's not a huge deal. But anything, even if it's not weak to ice... It's still weak to ice or weak to frost. So, like you'll, like you'll still do more damage to it when it's frozen.
1: So when it's frozen, if it's flying, does it fall? Yes. Oh.
0: And when it gets that status effect and it'll fall out of the ground. So they're like once you get that that breastplate off and then you pop the um the chest like uh, the the like the the chest thing mm-hmm. they're super easy to kill because one, they take a bunch of damage from the explosion, usually the explosion is far enough away from you that it doesn't actually hit you and they, <laughs> they just they just fall to the ground and you just run up to them and you do a critical hit on them boom, but while they're flying around, especially when there's multiple oh they're a pain there is in the Karja territory, not far from Meridian, there is this one Glint Hawk fight that you have to do where you're on actually a pretty small platform, and there are three of them. Oh, that was the worst. I did not like that one. Great. Like That one sucked. I'm already past it on my playthrough, So, ooh, but like, yeah, it sucked. It was a side quest.
1: <laughs> Ugh, looking forward to it. You're just yeah, telling me all of the awful things to look <laughs> forward to. Thank you.
0: No problem. And I'm just waiting for the great stuff to surprise you, so you can so you can you know appreciate it more. Got it. <laughs> so telling you the bad stuff to me, that's like, not a spoiler. That's just <laughs> preparing you for what's going to happen. Like, yeah, Yo, you need to you need to get ready for this. <laughs> like this. I is appreciate
1: it though, because doing that made me realize there's weapons that I should be upgrading that I was not. So.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Or get it. I forget the tail. I forget. You, did You You didn't get like the tear blaster yet, did you?
1: No, I just have the arrows.
0: Yeah, the tear blaster is another weapon you can get that's super helpful because it's basically like a shotgun, but it does tear damage. So oh. it has a tear effect, so it doesn't do damage. It just knocks armor off of almost any machine like it's nothing. <laughs> like it's, it's really good. Most of the time I use it in a panic.
1: So <laughs> <laughs> when I use any but, yeah. weapon... Always in a panic.
0: We'll see. Like the, the other weapons, right? They're arrow weapons. So you got to like, you know, you got to knock it. You got to pull it back. And you got to aim. And you got to shoot the terror blast. So you just point it in its general direction and you start pulling the trigger. That is
2: nice.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's it's good. But, um, yeah, I mean, what else did I do while I was over there? Oh, there's like a Banuk statue over there. And I totally like Breath of the Wild it. Like, right? I did not take the intended path up. I just jumped on rocks. All the way up to the statue until I got to the statue. I think I
1: did the same thing. I don't know if it was over there, but like somewhere else. But I've been doing that everywhere. I just jump up rocks and I'm like, oh, that very complicated way with all of these machines was the way I was supposed to go. So, yay me. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like, I, I, I didn't. Like, I took the path I was supposed to take up down just to see where it started. Yeah. <laughs> but, but just see where it started. But, yeah, I totally just jumped up. Jump, 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 jump uh that's one of the things like this is one of the first games i really felt you could do that if if the rock had an edge to it mm-hmm. you could stand on it I and mean, it was great so uh, i did that I, t- I cleared out some more corrupted zones like i cleared out the corrupted zone that we passed by in the very beginning because we were like low level yeah i went back and did that yeah
1: i did that i did one with the um oh god what the bellow belly what are they called again the backs fi- <laughs> yeah i did that one my favorite thing to do in this game now is just set up traps all around me and lure things in traps while I stay hidden, and I just don't <laughs> ever notice what's going on. So I killed like all of the—they're not great; they're the not grazers, the other ones.
0: The one with the horns. The with the or horns. Yeah. They have the ho- they have horns. Yeah. Yeah, I forget what you're calling. I forget. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Though. I ride those. I like to like I like to like um override them and ride them.
1: Yeah, they, I just. Kept calling them into the electricity and they just kept falling and dying. They kept killing themselves.
0: Oh. Yeah. oh. Sometimes with when I'm assistants.
1: lazy. Huh?
0: With your assistance.
1: <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, sometimes I'm lazy and I'm like, what's the path of this guy? And I just like put a trap there and like walk away.
0: Yeah, that's how you're supposed to else. use it. Like <laughs> that, you're using it as intended. So. So, yeah, I did that. I, I got the last Blazing Sun from the Nora hunting ground. I don't know why. Like, I can't remember. I think you get, like, like if you get all Blazing Suns, I think you get some type of armor. But maybe, do you? no, I don't think you get a weapon. I think you get armor. I can't remember. But you get something for getting all Blazing Suns. Because you could get turning your Suns for, like, different things. I think I think it's, like, armor, maybe some weapons. But I remember not getting it in my first playthrough so i'm like it can't be that important but um yeah i got the last blazing sun there um first i stopped to clear like my tutorial quests now i remember like when i was playing this before i was not intending on doing a show like this so i was just like just messing around and doing whatever i was literally just enjoying the game to the fullest extent that's what i was doing and i wanted to get that stuff clear and um like I said, I did go to the north to the area north of Valley Meet. I'm not sure if you did that because you pro- did you probably you probably just went straight through and went to Day Tower.
1: Yeah, I went straight to to th- uh, straight through to Day Tower. I did pick up at least three full Suns. I didn't get any blazing Suns, but I did get Suns from the hunting grounds because if you do all yeah. three of them, it like progresses the side quest or whatever. Yeah, um,
0: if you, you just have to get three half Suns and they'll let you into the Hunter's Lodge in Meridian. So.
1: Yeah, so I did that, but I didn't even go to the other hunting grounds.
0: Yeah, I did the yeah, I did the like um, I did do that. I'm gonna come back to the valley meat hunting grounds, but before I did that, I I went to the like the area north. I kind of passed it and then came back because um, I like was going on the path to to day tower, and then I got like sidetracked. I actually went on the wrong path. And it takes you north because it like it takes you up the snow and then around and then back down. And that area has it's some good, it's a good hunting area because like it has a bunch of big machines. Like there's a bunch of like um sawtooths. There's a bunch of sawtooths there. There is a thunder jaw there, uh, which is awesome. Mm-mm. There were at least two snap moths Have you seen a snap maw? No. It looks like a crocodile. No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's two of them there. They 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 also spit ice at you, and they're pretty big. Uh, mm. they're fun to fight. So just do not get in the water with them. Like there, they swim.
2: Yeah, <laughs> do,
1: I, I do wouldn't. Not. I just like how you're like, oh yeah, it's a great hunting ground, and I'm like, yep, avoid that spot. Check.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, then remember, remember you for to get certain materials, like you're gonna need like snap mall lenses or a thunder jaw lenses and things like that. So I, I would just get ready to fight them. Like, you know, I would just find out how you fight them. And then, you know, they just get, get I don't like get used to it, but you know, just prepare for it. Like, so, I mean, the thunder jaws are probably um, are one of the more technical fights because they have so much technology on them. Like they have this radar thing on their back so they can detect where you are. Like if they think you're in the area, they'll do use the radar thing. So, you know, you have to knock that off. Right. They have these two guns on there, like on their face and you can knock those off. They have the, the the gun that they use to shoot the discs in the air that I was talking about. You can knock that off and use that against them. And then they also have these plates around where their like main heart thing is. And if you knock those off, then you could just like hit that. And just if you keep using your frost, I think you'll be OK. I'll
1: let you know because it's going to happen. It's gonna happen soon, probably.
0: I do remember, like, one of the cauldrons has a thunderjaw in it, so I would get familiar with with fighting them before you actually do that. Like, my suggestion is you knock off all like with your tear blast arrows, knock off all of the guns on it, because then you could just fight it at a distance. Then it's a distance game for you, right? But but if, if you don't, if you fight it before that, then it will have the advantage in both distance and close range. So. I would just get ready for that. It's an awesome fight. You're going to love it. You're going right. to love it.
1: All right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. So, uh, yeah, like I, like I said, I did do the Valley Meat Hunting Grounds because I know you said that you didn't do that. You, you, you passed that by. Yeah. So, the Valley Meat Hunting Ground, I really felt was a bit easier than the first hunting ground. One, obviously, because I think you have more equipment available to you so that helps for sure you have more equipment available to you um but also uh just because the challenges felt a bit easier so well let's let's start with the keeper because the keeper was weird and i do appreciate that, that each of the um each of the hunting grounds kind of has their own keeper with their own i don't want to say story but at least own personality it's not like a generic person you just go up and talk to so When you go to the the Valley Meat Keeper, he's actually afraid of Nora. You you can stay
3: away. I have no quarrel with the Nora.
2: And I have no quarrel with you. What is this place?
3: These are hunting grounds, and I'm the keeper. I offer the element trials for those who want to join the Hunter's Lodge. Now you know, so you can be on your way.
2: Wait, what if I want to have a go at one of these trials?
3: (sighs) Then I have to give them to you.
2: You're not very friendly, are you?
3: Oh, and the Nora are? Don't you usually kill trespassers and outlanders?
2: (sighs) Is that what you're afraid of?
3: Look, I didn't choose this assignment. They told me it was an honor, then stuck me right near your sacred lands. So I'm keeping to what I know, herds and trials, and hoping I won't get murdered by Nora, angry about the Red Raids.
2: Just to be clear, I have no plans to murder you, all right?
3: Fine. Fine. But I'm watching you.
2: What are the trials?
3: These trials test a hunter's skill with different ammunition types when taking down machines. If you can't master mine in time, maybe you should try one of the easier hunting grounds out in the world.
2: How many hunting grounds are there?
3: Five in total. I'm sure one of the others would welcome you.
2: What's the Hunter's Lodge?
3: What it sounds like. A place where hunters get together share war stories and hunt dangerous machines
2: sounds easy enough
3: easy what do you know girl
2: i know that for someone who doesn't want to fight a Nora, you're treading awfully close
3: fine you already won the three half sons you need to enter the lodge in meridian go see for yourself how easy it is to get along there so he's like not welcoming at all like he gets
0: up there and he tells Aloy. he says something like um He's like, I don't, I don't have any quarrel with the Nora, you can stay away. <laughs> and she's like, I don't have any quarrel with you either. And, uh, you know, he tells her, like, she asks, like, what he, like, who he is. And he tells her, he's like, okay, you can go now. You know, because he, he doesn't want to be around Nora. So apparently, the only, only, only thing he really knows about the Nora is that they kill trespassers and are, and are mad about the Red raids. And so he's worried that he's going to come across a Nora that wants revenge, essentially. Like, he does not like the outpost. Um. So yeah, like you, you can talk to him. He'll let you do the trials because he has to. And uh, his trials focus on ammo types. So there's one trial for fire, one trial for frost, and one trial for shock. The fire one and the shock. Well, the fire one is like the easiest because all you have to do is blow up a canister on the back of a strider in like less than a minute, and that's it's super easy. The frost trial was a bit more difficult only because. You have to freeze five machines and kill them while they're frozen. I had to do this one three times to get a blazing sun. Oof, yeah. So uh, that one was definitely a bit more troublesome. One thing that did help, and, uh, help. I do have double arrows. Did you get double arrows yet?
1: No. Is that part of the tree?
0: Yeah, it's a part of the tree. You can get up to triple arrows. I would highly suggest you get that because it's super helpful to like you know put put damage on uh, a machine. But um, yeah, so the double arrows helped like, you know, shooting a frozen machine with two arrows is pretty, pretty clutch. So, but like the shock trial was also pretty easy because all you had to do was shock a bellow back and it falls down and then you have to knock three canisters from its underbelly. So you knock it like you knock it down and you get behind it, and you put like a terror blast underneath it. Boom, comes right off. So three blazing suns, super easy.
1: Yeah, so I just I, I just went with regular full suns for the other hunting ground. <laughs> so this is yeah. the this is the hunting grounds that that jerk in the town was telling you to go yeah. to, right? Okay,
0: that's that one. Yeah, he was like, you'll know if you beat me, we got a blazing sun. So now you got to get blazing sun so you could beat him.
1: I need to at least get one. Yeah,
0: exactly, exactly. So uh, you'll probably get. Like I said, you'll probably get it on the. The fire one, because like, all you have to do is make one of those canisters blow up. It takes, like, I don't know, two flaming arrows. And that's it. So, But, yeah, that one was actually pretty easy, which was nice, because some of the other ones are not so easy. Like, the farther you get into the game, obviously, the more difficult they become. But uh, Let's talk about the bandit camps, because there were two bandit camps. There was one in the Northeast that we talked about. That was a big camp. Yeah. That was a big camp. Like And it, when you use your focus to see around and you know how the focus shows you all of the enemies, there were a lot of enemies there and they're better. They're more well-placed because like, you know, killing one, it can, you can easily, uh, easily alert another one. And there's like three or four entry points. That was nice. So you can get in and out of the camp if you need to, but you know, talking about enemy placement right ne- and this makes a ton of sense right near the, um, the alarm was like a skull enemy, and at the time I did not have the leader uh, kill or stealth kill thing like that. That's a, I think it's a tree option. I forget what the name of the ability is, but you you can have like a so you can stealth leaders or the people with the skulls. Oh, yeah, you can stealth them. There were a I, bunch of them. There were even a bunch of them on like the um, the security, you know, security post but the watchtowers. Yeah. So, yeah, so I did not stealth this. I did not stealth this. I tried to get the skull guy away from the alarm. Because that's the first thing I want to get rid of. Uh, and I would throw rocks. But somebody else would always come and check it out. Like, God damn it. I'm like, come on, man. Like, move. So he wouldn't move. Um, I ended up alerting him or alerting, you know. I, I think I, I, I think I ended up pulling half the fort when I fought him. Fought him real quick. I pulled half the fort and I basically just kept kiting. I kited them into tripcaster lines. That's all I did. I was running backwards and throwing tripcaster lines down and they just kept running into it like in groups.
1: Oh, I was just so extra with this one because I didn't realize the skull enemies were like a thing. So I'm used to like fighting all like the super low level ones. So right. I I shoot him in the head with the the um oh the Terror blaster bow has the other arrow, like the sharpshooter arrow or whatever.
0: Yeah. You're using the sharpshooter arrow on a a leader, but at close range? Far away. Far away. Okay. Gotcha.
1: Yeah. So the first one that I shot, I didn't realize I almost killed it. He had like one HP left. But, you know, I was like, okay, I'm going to wait for them to kind of cool down. And I did that a couple times. I killed two leaders and just some random bandit, like in a... In a spot and then someone just started walking out the gate and i shot them and i was like let me just put a trap down um no i didn't put the trap down yet people kept trying to inspect it so every time someone would come out and inspect that dead body i just shoot them in the head (laughs) so it was just they were just coming to me i was just like
0: right
1: um then i went around to the alarm and i put trip like the blow up trip casters behind me. So they if they came in, they would blow up and I put them all around the alarm. So one came behind me and killed himself. So I'm just like, you know, sniping all of these people in this camp. Um, and then I'm like, OK, I killed all the people here. Let me go around to the other side. So I go around to the other side and I did alert the camp. And one person ran to the stupid <laughs> alarm. alarm. But I shot them and then they fell into the trip caster and blew up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: So that was like my whole fight. And I finally got to the point where I unleashed or un- I saved the hostages and then they helped me kill like the last like three people.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. Like that, I mean, that seems like a safe way than I did it because I definitely pulled yeah. half, but like I had like no. a group of bandits running after me. And I'm like, you got to catch me. Too slow, like they just kept running. I, I would put the trip caster lines and i would put and they would uh b- run into them. But one was funny because I the last guy uh I put a trip caster line down, but he was far away enough that I like I pulled my arrow back out and I just shot him in the head. So I had a tripcaster line down, and I was like, I guess this is a waste. And then I want to say 30 seconds later, a guy just on patrol walks around the corner and just walks right at his trip caster line. I'm like, that's great. So but there's this area in that camp where it's, like a building that has f- basically four entrances, and you could just turn that into a kill box. Like, that's basically what I did for the last group of enemies. Like, I just put the trip caster lines down, and I would just like whistle. And so they'd come over and, like, huh? And, like, you know, they'd blow up as they were trying to get to me. So, that's I tried how I to did do that. that
1: with the last three enemies. Cause I was in the center and I put the trip caster down and I kept like calling for them and they're like, where is she? And I'm just like,
0: hello, <laughs> I'm over here. Uh, the 2017 AI was great. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but that was a fun fort. That was, that was a fun fort to do the tooth teeth fort. Oh, well, it's not even really a fort like that bandit camp. That one was definitely different. I, that was pretty unique. Cause there's only like one, it's small. There's only a few enemies in there. I want to say there's less than 10 enemies in that bandit camp. And then there's only one way in and one way out. I'm pretty sure it's only one way in and one way out. Go ahead.
1: I actually did not go up the standard way. There was a brave trail that you could just climb up the side of the mountain.
0: Really? Okay. Yeah, that's how I got up there. Yep. No, I went through the front door. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I went to the front door and the security was pretty weak. So like you can actually, I wonder if the way that you went was the way you're supposed to go. Because so when you go in the front, there's this path that goes up and one that goes down. If you take the path that goes up, which you should, cause you want the high ground, you kill like two people. And then the hostages are like right there. They're like right there. So you just let them go. And then you start the fight. Like that's it. There's no point in even trying to stealth it. Because everybody's I, already looking at you.
1: <laughs> see, I don't think the way that I went, because everybody was like in eyesight of me. I just kind of like crouched and moved into the the whatever, the grass. So I don't think that was the way I was supposed to go. And a reason, because, a reason behind me thinking that, words aren't working, is because usually the brave trails are like really brightly lit up yellow. I went up to a rock and I'm like, that looks like a rock I can climb on. And then as you get higher, it has like ropes and stuff that you can see, but it didn't look obvious.
0: Oh yeah. This is my second time playing both times. I walked right through the front door. (laughs) (laughs) Like everybody's dying. Like you do like that's 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 what happened. So but I didn't realize there was a second way. I was like, man, I guess this is unique because there's only one way in and one way out. So but I guess not, I was wrong. Uh but let's talk about these errands that we had we need to finish up. There's the luck of the hunt, which you got that errand back in Mother's Crown. Guy named Tame, he needed your help recovering his mother's mother's ring. It's like some type of good luck charm. Like basically he uh I think his story was he was out hunting and then a machine showed up and he went to go like um he was hunting boars. That's what he, he needed boar skins. And a machine showed up so he went to go attack the machine but he i guess he, he hooked it to his ring or something like that And when he shot it like the ring came off and now he can't do anything because it's his good luck charm and apparently it's his mother's mother got the ring from the jaws of another machine or something like that and um yeah he uh he won't go hunting without his ring so he he asks. Uh, for you to go get that ring uh for him. Cause he says uh with everything that's happened, he needs the ring as much as the trop needs the skin. So I guess he says he needs the luck. But um, yeah, I mean, pretty it was a pretty simple errand. Cause I had did most of the errand before I even got the ring. Because part of the errand is killing three boars. So you, like just for me riding around, I killed three boars. And then uh you actually I think the boar. Is actually in the hunting ground. The boar is in the is in is in the actual hunting ground, the valley meat hunting ground. Because you know you can go into the hunting grounds without actually
1: oh, doing starting yeah. the trial. Well, the area that you have to well they that they tell you to kill boars is in like a a boar hunting ground specific area.
0: Yes, that is. Yeah, but I'm talking about where the ring is. Is in the valley meat hunting ground. I'm pretty sure. And um yeah, you get there and like the boar, this is this boar that's dead, and apparently it choked on his ring. <laughs> You're like that's when the, the boar choked on his ring. So you just pull it out and, and you take the boar skins back to him and the ring and he's happy about it. So he says he'll wear the ring on his neck now, you know, after it's been down the boar's gullet, but it's whatever. So and then this is this now. That seems like an errand, because I think in the last show we talked about some of these errands, don't, they seem more like side quests and not errands, like the one where you got to save the guy's friends. So this one, shortage of supplies, this is um, an, an errand you get from Sona, and it actually feels like an errand because, you know, so, so Sona's at Mother's Crown, she's reinforcing it, and she tells you they need chill water, lance horn lenses, and she needs you to take sing, signal arrows to Orin's Tower, Right. So, she wants you to get chill. Well, actually, I, I had chill water on me already. Mm-hmm. You probably did, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then, um, the Lance Horn lens I actually had to go get. I don't think I had been to an area with a Lance Horn yet. Uh, and then, uh, also, the signal arrow, You got to take it to this tower, to this kid named Orn. Like, even Aloy says he looked young to be a Sentinel. And he's like, well, you look young. <laughs> and she was like, I guess point taken, you know. Um, but, uh, yeah, so... Um, I think the only real challenge there was that it wasn't even a challenge. Like where the Lance horns are, there was a sawtooth guard guarding it. So
1: I don't know. I, mean, I, don't, I don't know huh. where I fought them, but I had all of the stuff in my inventory. I didn't have to go. Oh, to search for them. Um, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Actually, I did have to go to get the Lance horn lens. Um, as long as you don't fight the sawtooth near the Lance horns, it's a It's pretty simple. Like, if you have to fight the Sawtooth and the Lancehorns, eh, I mean, it's definitely doable. It's not terrible, but, like, it's just, it's more of an annoying fight, I'll tell you that much, so. Uh, But, yeah, once you bring all that back, she's, like, on the top of a watchtower, and she says, thanks for your aid. I'm pretty sure we see her later. I'm pretty sure we see Sona later, but I think this is the last you're really going to see of her for now, so. But, uh, yeah, with all that done, I'm pretty sure that's... You know, with the exception of maybe some um collectibles, that's everything in the in the embrace for now. I do know that there are a few quests you get in in the cards of territories that bring you back to the embrace. There's a couple. So we'll we'll be back in the embrace with those quests, I believe, start in the card territories. But now let's talk about Seeker at the gates. This is the main quest. Um, we actually got this quest super early, like how many episodes ago at this point? Three, four episodes. Oh, <laughs> we no. got this okay. quest. <laughs> yes. Uh this is like 'cause this is there were two main quests. There was Seeker at the Gates and then also there was um oh man, the the uh, the, the War Chiefs trail. The War Chief's trail. Oh, okay. So I like, would have been annoying. Like, if you'd have did this first and then the War Chiefs trail, then you would have had to go back to Mother's Crown to get that errand from Sona, because I'm sure she's not there if uh if you do Secret of the Gates first.
1: I totally missed it. I totally missed that side quest. Even because I I don't know. Yeah, because I accepted this side quest or side quest, this main story quest before going to the other story quest I figured I'd finish that before going you know and leaving the area so
0: Uh, okay
1: so I didn't even see her
0: well gotcha yeah so when you get to um, Mother's Crown you run into Maria I think her name is and uh, she's like oh look who it is the the hero of Devil's Grief
4: you're Aloy I've heard about you from the war party the hero of Devil's Grief
2: one of them maybe I didn't fight alone. You're Morea. Varl told me you'd know the way to Meridian. The Karja capital?
4: West will take you to it, but their soldiers will stop you long before you get there. They can try. No, what I mean is there's a Karja fort that guards the pass between East and West. Word is the Karja have sealed the gate out of fear of the corrupted machines infesting our sacred land. So if I clear out the corrupted machines, they'll open the border? I suppose. But I can't spare any braves to help you. Who said I needed help? You'll clear the valley. All by yourself. I'm good with a bow. For your sake? Better than good, I hope.
2: So I'll find this Karja Fort to the west? And beyond that, Meridian?
4: Yes, the Karja call the place Day Tower. It's not far from the Forsaken Village.
2: What Forsaken Village?
4: It had a name once, not that it matters now. I was born there.
2: What happened to it?
4: The war. The were destroyed in one of their Red Raids. I was fifteen at the time. I got away, others weren't so lucky. The Nora withdrew to this place, Mother's Crown, relinquished our claim on the Valley. Even now, with the war behind us, we've left the Valley B. A kind of buffer between the Sundlem and our Sacred Land.
2: How far has the corruption spread?
4: I've seen it myself in machines at the head of the Valley. And there's been word of corrupted machines in the South, too. Whatever the corruption is, it doesn't just affect machines. It burns flesh and sickens the injured.
2: Do the corrupted machines have any weaknesses?
4: Fire seems to affect them more than ordinary machines. A small mercy. This is a curse only the Goddess can lift.
2: Unless we find out what's behind it and put a stop to it.
4: The matriarchs have spoken, Aloy. All we can do is fight and pray to the Goddess.
2: Mother's crown guards the edge of the sacred land, right? So, do you see a lot of foreigners here?
4: Yes. Not here in the village itself, of course, but in the valley beyond. Since the war ended, foreigners have been allowed in the valley, and Nora can trade with them, if they choose. It's a kind of in-between place, neither foreign nor sacred land. If you're curious, visit Hunter's Gathering. It's little more than a heap of dingy shelters and tents, but foreigners use it as a way station.
2: Sounds like a place where I could find out more about Meridian. So you're in charge of the defenses here?
4: I have Sona's counsel. Though she really should rest.
2: Good luck convincing her to do that.
4: Mother's Crown defends itself. During the war, it survived 15 assaults, broke three invasions. We will endure.
2: Trying to live up to glorious pasts has a way of getting people killed.
4: You wouldn't know this, but I won the proving the year I ran. Like you, I started off behind, had to find a shortcut. I barely made it, crossed the finish line with a broken ankle.
2: This isn't the proving, Mireya. This is real.
4: You missed my point. Getting posted to Mother's Crown? It was the boon I requested. My prize for winning. Trying to live up to the glory of the Nora hasn't killed me yet. But if it has to, I'm willing. I should be going. All right. Be careful out there, Aloy. I hope you find whatever it is you're after.
0: So she tells Aloy that she needs to go west to find Meridian, which I think we already knew that. Like we were, I think... Cause didn't um, Varl tell already tell you that Meridian's to the west? Like we were looking for more than a uh yeah, more than a direct like a general direction, right? Right. <laughs> yeah, but she does give you some information. She does tell you that uh, you know, she says you go west to find Meridian, but she'll probably be stopped by the Karja Guards because they've closed the gates because of the corrupted machines. So, you know, is like, well, I get I'll just clear the corrupted area so they'll open the gate and uh maria sounded doubtful that aloy could do it on her own but also didn't offer any help she was like okay i hope you're right so um but uh she does give you a bit more information about the area she tells you that you need to pass the forsaken village that she grew up in uh she grew up there but the village was attacked by the carter during the red raids and instead of taking it back after the fact they just left it as a buffer between the territories and I think that's Hunter's Gathering, which is a, a little village that you can kind of run through. Doesn't look forsaken to me, <laughs> you know. <laughs> like when you actually get there, but uh, yeah. So, and she also tells you that the corrupted machines seem to be weak to fire. Which I don't think I really use fire damage on the weak machines, or not on the corrupted machines. Generally speaking, I usually just um, I usually just stealth them.
1: Yeah, that's what I you do know. too. Yeah.
0: Yep. So. They go down just like everybody else when they get stealth. So, um, so uh, Aloy, you know, I, I think Aloy wants to be more proactive about the corrupted zones or about the corrupt about the machine corruption. She kind of wants to go after them, but Morea's is like, "Oh no, the, the matriarchs have they've already spoken. The only thing they can do is pray pray to the goddess to lift the curse." You know, which Aloy is like, "Yeah, I'm sure. Keep praying." <laughs> you know, uh, but um. Yeah, I mean, Hunter's Gathering, She because she talks about Hunter's Gathering a bit more. Well, it's called Hunter's Gathering now. I don't know what it was called when it was a Nora Village. But she says that Nora are allowed to go there. Like, it's beyond the sacred land. Nora are allowed to go there, and they trade with foreigners. And when you get there, you see, like, a mixture of, like, Karja and Nora. When you're in that area, which the area was bigger than I remembered, like in my head, I was like, "Oh yeah, once you get past Mother's Crown, you pretty much just walk a path, and boom, you're at uh, you're at Day Tower." But I did not remember that well at all. Like once I got there, I was like, "Oh yeah, I do remember this. I do remember this a bit a bit better now." You know, so yeah, that area was definitely definitely bigger than 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 I remember. That's I mean, like I said, I, I actually ended up going down the wrong path, which is how I got to. That area north where all the stuff I like is up there.
1: <laughs> See, I just <laughs> went know? straight, straight through. So I feel like the area to me wasn't that big, but I was like very, I guess, tunnel vision at that point because I really wanted to get to the gate.
0: Well, if you look at the map too on top of that, and like, did you get any of the collectibles? Because at least uh, a Banuke statue and two flowers in that area.
1: Oh, I don't know.
0: It's like a Banuke statue, there's two flowers. Um,
1: and there's a, um, a V, oh my goodness. A v- uh, point. V- Vantage point. Vantage point. There you go.
0: Yeah, the vantage point is right before you actually get to the path that really leads you to the day tower. And that vantage point is what the, uh, that, what, what two teeth was before, what the bandit camp was before. It was like a right. house yeah. with waterfalls and stuff.
1: Yeah. So I did everything out of order. I went through that and then I came back and got the vantage point. And then I did the bandit camp. All at three separate times though. It wasn't like uh in that order.
0: Ah, uh, gotcha. Yeah. What else is there? Oh yeah, there's um but there's one corrupted zone there that you have to do. And that leads you directly on the path to day tower, but there's a second corrupted zone there.
1: I thought you had to do both of them.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. There's two corrupted zones on the path. Sorry, but there's a third one that's nearby. That's part of that valley. It has two long legs and a scrapper.
1: Oh, I did not do that one.
0: Yeah, it has two corrupted long legs and a scrapper. It is a pain in the ass because they take turns doing that fi- uh, that call. Like they do, they take turns doing that, like the call. So, like for that one. When you fight one at a time, like, you can kind of just, like, keep poking at it until you pop one on, like, one of the breastplates. But uh, with this one, I actually definitely had to actually use shock damage to bring at least one down while I fought the other. So, because they're super susceptible to the little coil, the coils on their back. If you hit those or you destroy those, it takes them down for a decent amount of time. So...
1: I'll keep that but, um, in mind. I'm going to
0: have to go back. <laughs> yeah, because there's a corrupted zone there that you're going to want to do. And it's, I don't know, it's kind of, it feels kind of small. There's not a lot, there's not a, a big area for you to like run around and, and, and spread out. So, but oh, there was one thing that you could talk to Moray about that kind of uh, kind of skipped over. and She gave you a little history on Mother's Crown. She said, you know, during the war, it's about 15 assaults and broke three invasions. And Aloy says something like, well, you know, if you try to go up to the glory days, it'll get you killed. And Maria told Aloy that, you know, the, you know, her, when Maria uh, ran the proving, she won that year. And her request was to be posted at Mother's Crown specifically. Uh, So uh, I think she's kind of, she wants somebody to test it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Aloy has such a weird reaction to me in this part because she was like, it's like she was talking down. On her or down to her. Like she wasn't, but she was at the same time. Like that's how you get killed. Like just because you won the proving doesn't, you know, mean anything. Like this isn't the proving. Like this is real life, basically. And it's like, Aloy, she's been here for a while. She's obviously older than you because she ran the proving before you did. Like chill. It's okay. Like I know she seems cool and everything, but she's fine. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Like, like she, you know, I don't know. I think she, Aloy's view of the Nora in general is obviously pretty different than other Nora. Like especially since she's had the focus. She can mm-hmm. hear the the audio logs and she's like, you all put too much, you know, uh importance on like this this um I'm trying to think of the word that I'm looking for, but like basically all like mother. You
2: know,
0: <laughs> Well yeah, all mother and the honor stuff. Like it's too like, you know, you're putting too much
1: on your ways. Uh,
0: yeah, you know too much importance on it and you know it's gonna get you killed so like you know because back home the matriarchs are doing stupid stuff they're, they're singing hymns of atonement and praying to the mountain <laughs> to get this corruption away and aloy's like i'm gonna go out and actually clear the corruption <laughs> you know
1: right i mean so fair now, i mean she does probably see them as like they're just being very naive but
0: exactly right so because like you know she. I imagine how much knowledge they'd have if one of them put on a focus, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? How much information they would have. So I think that's kind of with a view that she has when she, when she's thinking about, it, and that's why she talked to her like that. But um, yeah, I mean, after that, I mean, you can't, there's a little bit more to explore in that area. It's like a little bit more like there's like s- some places with like foxes and boars. Like if you want to clear out the, like, you know, just get all the areas of the map. But in terms of objectives, I'm pretty sure that's it. Uh, but yeah, you can um, you can uh, head up like a hill, and uh, you know you as you're going up over the hill, you hear fighting as you near Day Tower, and you get there, and the fort's being attacked by corruptor and several corrupted machines, and somebody tells you he's like, "Girl, turn back! These machines are dangerous!" And of course, you're not going to do that because we're here to fight. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's what that's what we're here to do. We're not here to run. We're here to fight. Uh, and I, this corruptor fight was significantly easier. I'm going to say because of better equipment and mm-hmm. more experience, but like it was just, it went down super fast. Mm-hmm. So,
1: yeah, I had yeah, my tear blaster arrows. So I was like, good to go.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, dude, like it, almost every fight starts with a tear blast arrow or two just to knock off what you can. And then you just like get to work pretty mm-hmm. much. So, but, uh, uh, not all the fights are going to be like that, but a lot of them are.
1: <laughs> yeah, I like that fight. It was nice and simple, and I wasn't panicking, and I was putting in traps. It was all good. It was, it was fun.
0: Yeah, not to mention that corruptor only go would only go so far. Like you can definitely get it because I, well, I guess I was on the edge of its play area, and it kept jumping backwards, like to get oh. back into the to the fight area. It wouldn't go. Uh, it would only go so far. So. But um, yeah, and so once Aloy kills the machines, one of the guards says, "The sun shines upon us this day," and Aloy is like, "It wasn't the sun that was risking his ass down here," <laughs> and I'm like, "That is true. That is very true. It wasn't the sun? It was it was us." So uh, yeah, I mean, once Aloy approaches the gate, they open it up, and you know, one of the guards thanks Aloy for killing the machines and tell her where the outpost commander is, Captain Balan, I think is his name. It's B A L A H N, so sure. It's Balan, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's Balan. Yeah, So, but um, yeah, that is the end of Seeker at the Gates, and that opens up the next main quest, which is, I believe it's called it's yeah. It's here. The City of the Sun, which this is the quest that's supposed to take you from Day Tower to to uh, Meridian. Meridian. Finally, so. But yeah, so, I mean, I know this episode is a little short. Um, I thought it was going to be short, to be honest with you, but I can't shut up now, obviously. <laughs> uh, so, but um, yeah, this episode is going to be a bit short because we just kind of want to cut it at that quest. And then on our next episode, we're going to start off with the new main quest, which is City of the Sun. Also, at Day Tower, Zaid is there. So there was a side quest in the Northern Embrace that we did not finish, A Daughter's Vengeance. We're actually going to end up finishing that side quest soon but the next part of that side quest is in uh day tower so all right so it's time to ask how, how you how you doing christy how are you feeling about the game right now
1: i actually have a counter question before i answer that um okay what what uh what am i going to expect between day tower and meridian is it just like a boom boom or is it going to be like another like mother's embrace where i'm like
0: yes going all over Yeah, like, it's going to be, you're not going all over, because I would do, I'm pretty sure, because I haven't even, like, I can't remember myself right now, but I'm pretty sure once you pick up the, like, once you talk to the captain there, Mm -hmm. I think he sends you straight there, or maybe he sends you to do something, and then he sends you straight there. But, like, the path to get Meridian, to get to Meridian is a pretty straight shot. But there's things around. There's going to be machines along the way. I'm pretty sure. Like Depending on what path you go down, when you leave Day Tower, you will run into a (laughs) Stormbird. Like, you know. So there's going to be things to do. There's going to be, like, um, uh, tall necks to get, you know. uh, Oh, yeah. I forgot about those. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. There's going to be tall necks. There's going to be glint hawks. There's going to be snap maws. (laughs) <laughs> you know, there's going to be, you know, stuff around. There's going to be a couple of new uh, machines you're going to run into. There's like a machine that's like a buffalo uh, or something oh, like wait. that. It's like a buffalo type machine. They're big. They're, they're pretty big uh, that you can like, you know, collect from, you know, it really depends. Like I'm trying to. Yeah, there's just there's just there. I, you're gonna get sidetracked I'll put it to you like that I'm pretty okay. sure you're gonna get sidetracked All right. uh, I'm pretty sure there's a bandit tower on the way if I remember correctly <laughs> like you know so we get to run into Nil that weirdo
1: I love you know. him <laughs> <laughs> so hey, I'm looking forward so. to, to meeting him again actually um, but I said this last episode but I'm feeling more confident especially after just destroying those bandit camps earlier because the one was level 25 and i'm like i feel like i'm making a mistake um but i made it all the way here so i'm not not gonna try and it went pretty well so i am i just want to get to meridian honestly i just that's what i'm looking forward to that's how i'm feeling about the game like they hype this place up so much i just want to get there
0: (laughs) it's a nice city it's a nice city. i will tell you it is two levels to meridian though like So like, yeah, there's like, there's a meridian at the top and then there's a city below. So just keep that in mind. You'll, you'll All see right. once you find the elevators. Cause I like the first two times I went there, I'm pretty sure I didn't even realize there was a lower part of meridian as well. <laughs> so
1: got it. So go there.
0: Yeah. I'm looking forward to going back to the jungle again. Cause see, I I do know on my, on my current playthrough, I did not make it back to the jungle. That, that is also one of my more favorite areas of the game because it looks pretty cool. So, especially at night, more so at night during the day. So, the Northern Embrace looks better during the day. The jungle in the south, the Mm -hmm. southwest looks better at night. So, I'm looking forward to seeing that again. So, oh yeah, by the way, I I will warn you, this stalkers are just walking around over there. <laughs> like they're Great. just walking around all invisible and stuff, so be careful. <laughs> okay.
1: Just gonna run into one, like literally,
0: yeah. And they are uh, there, they're in packs sometimes, so that's gonna be fun. Good times, yeah. so <laughs> all right, but um, yeah, so yeah, that's gonna end this episode. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, if you want to keep up what's going on with this show or anything else on the Mash button network, join us on Twitter or follow us on Twitter. Twitter.com slash the Mash network. Uh, Christy, where can I find you? Uh,
1: yeah, you can find me on Twitter and on Twitch at s'mores, pop I'm also the host of a final fantasy 14 podcast called wonders tales. We talk about everything, final fantasy 14 related. So in game stuff, patch notes, um, all that fun stuff. So come give us a listen.
0: All right. And you can find me on Twitter at Josh Stradamus. And you can also find me uh, streaming sometimes on our channel, on the Match Button Buttons channel, twitch.tv slash match those buttons. And uh, we'd love to have you join our Discord, mash.gg slash Discord. Uh, and uh, yeah, come talk to us about the game, what you think about the show, whatever, anything. And uh, I encourage you guys to reach out with uh, comments and questions about the show. So you can do that on Discord or on Twitter, or you can email us at mash.gg. If you enjoy the show, you want to help us out, one of the best ways to do that is to share the show with others and to rate and to review the show on your favorite podcast platform of choice. And if you want to take support a bit further, you can do that by going to mtb.gg support, which will take you to our support page. And uh, all the different ways you can support us See the Patreon, the Teespring store uh, teach, uh, You can uh, sub to us on Twitch um, Use our Humble Bundle affiliate links Or just use the one-time donation PayPal link And uh, I encourage you guys to stay tuned after the show To hear more about Mash Those Buttons And with that, we're done with this episode We're done, we're not done with the Embrace But we're, yeah, we're, we're past the Embrace now We're heading into Karja Territory It's gonna be a good time Let's go Catch you later.